We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. It's time for a rivalry game. Daughter's ready. Come on, y'all. Been slaving over this for hours. A week for food, family, and football. Dear time for Jesus. Hey, um, you know, sweetie, Jesus did grow up. You don't always have to call him baby. This is a Rivalry Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by P.G. Long, your Northwest flooring experts. Online at pglongllc.com. Danny and Dusty on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080. When you say grace, you can say the grown-up Jesus, your teenage Jesus, or bearded Jesus, or whoever you want. The Fan. Hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you on this Wednesday. Nice little hump day. We're not going to have Horvat today. Horvat, um, our Bet MGM Tonight insider, he's okay. But uh, his vehicle got into a little accident, so he has to take the public transit. And we weren't going to risk it on having uh, the DC train system be in the background. <laughs> of our interview with Horvat today. So no Horvat, but we do have Jorgie coming up at 2.15, Mike Jorgensen. And we um, also have to make our picks because, uh, well, we're we're out of here. After we that. do that mm. at 2 o'clock, mm. but we got a lot of uh, ducks and beeves that we need to talk about today because we're not going to be on, on Friday either. We do have a special programming note. Um, we have got all of our, our normal ducks pregame coverage uh, from the, in front of the Mashovsky Center, uh, Anthony, Dirt, and myself will start at 1 o'clock leading up to a, a 3.30 pregame show where it'll be Joey Mack as a studio host with Jerry, Georgie, and myself, uh, and then the 5.30 kick. But at noon, uh, we're going to bring something special to you. Uh, a, a great friend of mine um, and a guy that uh, we're going we're gonna to get underway soon, a Ducks podcast, uh, is Cole Linehan. He's a former University of Oregon defensive lineman. Um, and he and I sat down. We did an hour long, and we got on the phone his brother. And you're not going to want to miss that one because they got a really special story that we're going to be able to see play out this year as well. He got to play his older brother, Josh, in a Civil War. Um, and so we're going we're gonna to have a chat with with those two guys prior to our pregame coverage starting at 1 o'clock. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it, tune into that. That'll be at noon, our normal time slot on Friday. But uh, we're talking Oregon State, and uh, Jonathan Smith chimed in on the on the future of this rivalry, Oregon and Oregon State, and what it may look like. And uh, I, I appreciate what Jonathan Smith said because he went down the, the road of, look, for this this game needs to happen for the betterment of both programs and both programs can benefit from it. Yeah. And I like that is so true. 
and, and I hope that in the future we do have this game, and I hope that we can find a way to get it done next year. I know it's going to be really hard. Oregon has four non-conference games scheduled because they have that game at Hawaii that's on the books, um, so you get to add a 13th regular season game. I hope this I hope this rivalry is on on the docket next year um, because it is so special to this this area. Whether it's the fans or the players that are from the state of Oregon, yeah. there's not very many anymore on either no. one of these rosters. But it means a whole hell of a lot to them to to have these games. No, there's there's just there's something to it beyond the business of football. The business. It, not having this game like. Then I mean, what is what does it become to you know yeah. that in the sense of what does it mean to be a beaver? What does it mean to be a duck? If you don't have that, what... would you see what te- like what what happens then is like? Do you see what Texas Tech put out this past weekend? Mm-mm. This may be the most ridiculous thing, and we saw when when Texas and Texas Tech split when the Aggies went to the SEC. Yeah, that they have not played that rivalry since they moved to the SEC in 2012. Okay. Texas A&M had their road apple game over Abilene Christian mm-hmm. this past week. They had the balls to tweet out, improved to 17-0 against in-state schools since 2012. Mm. They have not played Texas, Texas Tech, TCU, or Baylor in that time. God, Texas has too many schools. They they do, but they they've played SMU, uh, Rice, Prairie View A and M, Abilene Christian, Lamar, Sam Houston State, Texas State, Sam Houston, UTEP, SMU, and University of Texas San Antonio. Those are those, and like that would never happen. Wow, here. the North Texas disrespect. <laughs> UN, well, UNT getting no love. They're they're ducking the mean green. God, they're ducking the mean green. That's all we can. <laughs> that's all we can deduce from this is they're ducking the mean green. God, Texas has a lot of FBS programs. Yeah, but that was a bitter rivalry between Texas and Texas A and M, and we're finally going to get to see now that the Longhorns are heading back to the SEC, but. It would be a crime if that happened to yeah. Oregon and Oregon State because we don't have nine other schools no. here to play. It's it's those two. And sorry, Portland State. It's those two. No, it it would be like if Oregon or Oregon State would start bragging about beating yes, Portland State. That's, that's exactly it. And it's like you and I both grew up in an era where the the Beavers were at the highest they'd ever been. Yeah, and the Ducks were rounding into what they would be. Uh, you know, yeah, they had a pretty damn good year the very next year. Yeah, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, So we we were kind of there for the the, the formative years of, of the programs and kind of, like, there was a real, there was a real, like, mark of demarcation of, like, where you were as a fan then. Yeah. And if you don't have that, it just feels like it, it becomes very monolithic. Yeah. In the state. Ooh, I like that. In this monolithic here, but I mean, here just like go. you're just either a duck or a beaver, and it's just there. There's no, there's no discussion about it. Yeah, because there, there's nothing at stake. Yeah, there's 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 something intrinsic about the game of college football and the the inherent pageantry and and the longest running or one of the longest running 1894, right? Yes, I, I mean, believe. I think it was October first, 1894. was the first uh, civil Columbus war. Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Yeah, it's basically the same thing. The the age of this country and the Civil War game have basically are about the same. They're That's not, right. but we're close. Uh, they named it the Civil War before the Civil War actually happened. People forget. It's actually only 30 <laughs> years apart. 
That's the insane. There's thing. somebody in the car really mad that I just said yeah. that. Like, no. you idiot. No, it's actually, but I mean, it was only 30 <laughs> years apart. That's the insane thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just something. It 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 feels empty. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that Jonathan Smith said he wants it because I think a lot of the pushback is like Beaver fans saying, "No, we don't want to play the Ducks anymore." I, and when I your head coach it, says, but "Like no," when, when the head coach says, "We want it," yeah, yeah, let, let let's go that way. Um, but will he be the head coach? That is the big question. Comments um, sparking the attention of Oregon State fans yesterday from one Jonathan Smith, and now the athletic director has responded. Hear what. Uh, Jonathan Smith and Scott Barnes have to say about Smith's future in Corvallis next. Danny Dusty on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Rivalry Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by PG Long. On 1080 The Fan. All right, uh, yesterday, Jonathan Smith made Oregon State fans feel very uncomfortable when he told uh, John Canzano about other schools courting him. He said, My man was just being honest. I'm not trying to be sarcastic here. I've got an agent that's got a job. He best be finding out what's out there and people calling. That's how that works. I can tell you from this side, he best be working just because I'm paying him so much. They get a percentage and I'm making him a couple million bucks. I'm <laughs> That's awesome. I'm not trying to be sarcastic. Any coach, they're aware of what's potentially out there if their agent is doing their job. I'm not trying to dodge the question. I'm just trying to be truthful. I appreciate that from Jonathan Smith. I think... Oregon State fans, you should appreciate that from Jonathan Smith because... Also, you should be very afraid. You should. Yeah, both things can be true. And in this, like, you sit there and you think about what what's going on with Oregon State. Of course everybody's going to be calling Jonathan Smith's agent. They're not calling him directly, but of course they're going to call Jonathan... Any, any Power 5 team that has a head coaching vacancy or has an opening that they're thinking about... Um, pulling the trigger on, they should call Jonathan Smith. Whether you're Texas A&M or you're Michigan State, where there was a report yesterday that he is one of the finalists for that Michigan State job. I don't think Jonathan Smith is interviewing for that job. And I think when when you see reports like that, no, it's not a finalist for that job. It is he is on Michigan State's wish list. This interview, it may happen like you know once a regular season is over or once a bowl season is over, but it's going to happen. 
right? Because Jonathan Smith is also trying to get a raise from Oregon State. You're always trying to. Well, he's one of the best damn coaches in the country. Yes. I mean, he he is. Like, is he in the God tier of coaches? No, he's not. But he's just outside it. You would want Jonathan Smith if you are a majority of the teams in the country. How many programs do we see that are underachieving with the amount of talent that they have? Jonathan Smith exceeds the expectations of talent that he has at Oregon State. And teams are going to want him. He should put the thumb down and say, yeah, Beeves, like, and that's a, it's not just like a purpose pitch to Scott Barnes in the athletic department, which it is in the yeah. boosters. It is. No, it's to every single B fan that is thinking about giving and is not giving to that mm-hmm. program. You better start opening up the pocketbooks yeah. because that's going to make up the gap to save a coach like Jonathan Smith because this isn't just a keeping Jonathan Smith. It's Jonathan Smith wanting to get that pool of money up for his assistant coaches too because – he has got a phenomenal group of assistants. And he's made no bones about making sure his assistants get taken care of. And they need to do it. Um, but here is a quote from Oregon State Athletic Director Scott Barnes. He said, Coach Smith and I have had ongoing conversations for more than a month regarding his future at Oregon State and our path forward for football specifically and our athletic department generally. He has embraced our short-term plans, short and long-term plans, my number one priority is providing him with a new contract and guaranteed compensation that will help continue the success of the football program and uh, that has benefited Oregon State University and Beavers Athletics. Coach Smith and I have also discussed our commitment to extending assistant coaches' contracts and increasing the salary pool for his staff to retain the continuity uh, of what they've built together for Beaver Nation. So, I mean, I don't... I think that's a solid response because yeah, like, they're not hiding behind anything. No. And this shouldn't be anything that is a surprise to anyone. Like college athletics is big business, man. And for everybody that got upset about, you know, Oregon and Washington bolting for the big 10 mm-hmm. and, and saying, you know, Hey, how could you do that to the conference? Cha-ching. Self self-preservation, right? Yeah. It, it's self-preservation yeah. and making sure that you, you and yours survive are taken care of. That's that's Co- what they're doing here. Coaches are the same way. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that comment to come from Jonathan Smith, just like because of his commitment and attachment to the university. No, that he downplays everything, and I wasn't expecting it this quick. I thought this no. time was going to come, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like we've talked about this plenty off air in the sense of like if they don't figure something out, mm-hmm. and I don't mean Mountain West, I mean like getting in the Big Twelve. He's, yep. he's the longest he was going to stay was three to four years. Yeah. Making five and a half million dollars a year ain't it. Especially no. when you look down at what Dan Lanning is yeah. is getting there where he hit his bonus where he's gonna make an eight point two million yeah. in, in deferred compensation. Like he is getting paid like one of the big boys. Yeah. And Smith is a, a longer tenured coach with more experience. And has done a, a phenomenal job yeah. of pulling that program out of the drags. This is the fear for Oregon State. You lose Jonathan Smith. I, I cringe to think of where that program goes. I do. Oh, they're the look. I, I I got nothing but love for the bees, but you're you're circling the drain. That is you're circling the drain. That is the truth. Yeah, that's, that and that's the god honest truth. And there's your Boise Stating it at that point. You you. I don't you think lo- you are you know, because you, Boise State built that with that continuity of staff. You are going to the Mountain West, and things yes. are going downwards, not an upward build. You're at an upward build, and then you reach this. Okay, our revenues are going down. Yeah. 
the instability? Like, where do you pull a good, great coach to to come and take that over? It's really hard. You you especially you, go and you try to fight a young guy. That's you know the wonder kid, and, and then you probably end up losing him if he is great. But that's <sighs> like you, you you go from like maybe having a, an outside chance of getting back into a super conference or a Big Twelve yep. or something along those lines to you are a Mountain West team. Yep. No no if hands buts about it. You're done. This was more of a shot than just to Scott Barnes pay me. Yep. This is this is to Beaver Nation, and I hope they do it, man. I I really do. I hope they do it because. Uh, he's a hell of a football coach. His attachment to that university and that community, it, it is real. 100%. It's genuine. But you also, he is a competitor. There's another part to this. He's really good at his job. Yep. And, and people that have those two things, they get paid a lot of money. There's a couple of things that come come through this also. That, yeah. uh, Michigan State would only be on the, on the hook for a $3 million buyout. Buyout is low. It's very small. So that's not some kind of impediment, even though they're paying... Tucker, well, depending on how the lawsuit goes, uh, how much money they end up paying him versus, you know, firing for cause versus being dismissed. Um, but you take a look at the reported list of candidates for that Michigan State job, Dusty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sucks. It's Jonathan Smith and then retreads. No, really? It's, yeah. I mean, you, you've got basically the original list was had almost every single guy on there had some tie to Michigan State. They were doing the incest, the very incestuous hires. Ah, I gotta love it. And it was like, oh, for the love of God, you guys haven't learned. The only one I can see on there now uh, is obviously Harlan Barnett, who's the interim, uh, and Pat Narduzzi. But they have North Carolina State's Dave Doran, uh, Duke's Mike Elko, Toledo's Jason Candle. Ooh, Jason Candle's a really good coach. That's the one where... I I know this! I know this! He's good! But the rest, like, Narduzzi, come come on. But Narduzzi was the uh, Mark D'Antonio's uh, defensive coordinator for several years in Michigan State. But again, he's got he's State. gone at he's gone to Pitt. He had a really did a really good job. But guess where he fell short? Mm. Remember all the s talking he had about the transfer portal and how mm-hmm. terrible it is? Yeah, you got to live that life. Yeah. You got to live that life. Um, look, Smith these, is the guy. Like it, it's very clear. Like these are there's there's a secondary market for their fallback. Yeah. They're very clearly targeting Jonathan Smith as their guy. I will say that the sense of urgency is ramped up even more because of this reason. It is currently November 22nd, 2023. The portal opens in what, eight days? It opens Nine days? In, uh, December 4th yeah. is when it opens and to January 2nd. Yeah. And this... This is happening very quickly. It's got to happen soon because uh, look, the big fear, the beefs could be losing guys to the portal regardless because of the instability of the conference moving forward. But you lose your head coach, goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Especially this head coach. Yep. Yeah. Because that's what they came for. They, that's what these guys came for. They came for Jonathan Smith. And they want to be there and, and play for that guy. So um, this is uh, this is br- uh, that's brutal, dude. Um, here's text. Vancouver Ford text line 503-864-6326. Fact, Smith is going to be a target every year at Oregon State if he's winning eight, nine games on average. Fact, if Smith keeps winning, the money and opportunities to hold on to him should keep improving. Fact, it will still be hard to hold on to Smith if he's averaging eight to nine wins every year in Corvallis. Absolutely. All those things are true. Another one says, uh, Smith with the purpose pitch to AD Scott Barnes, if you want to keep me and my staff through the Pac-2 era, pay us all like we're Power 4 staff today. 100%. 
100%. And like this text is this person's joking. But there is a there is a little bit of truth to this. There's kernels of truth. You go get Art Briles, right? You don't go and you hire Art Briles, but you, if you don't go and go down that road of hiring a young guy, like you said, yeah. you got to take a guy that has risk some in shady yeah. past behind him. Not Art Briles. Nobody should hire Art no. Briles, but that's where but you, you get Hugh Giano. Freeze. Yeah, well, that's where you get your Hugh Freezes, yeah. right? And you're like, ah, it wasn't that bad. He was just using the university I mean, phone to. Or your Urban Myers. Yeah. Who's shown he can do it at small schools, Utah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, to be fair, Oregon State's fair. largest rise to power was behind Dennis, who, let's be honest, the wasn't, Renegades. wasn't a choir boy. <laughs> yep. The Renegades. I, I mean, that, So the university's not unfamiliar with this with this territory. No doubt about it. So no doubt about it. All right. It's gonna be a little bit different worst day on the web as Ooh-wee. we have solicited your uh your returns for the things that can be very, 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 very disruptive at the Thanksgiving table. We'll get to those and more coming up. But first, here's the big kahuna of the sports center update. That's that Hawaiian burger joint. This is Rivalry Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by PG Long on 1080 The Fan. It's time for today's worst day on the web with Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Well, that sucks. All right, well, Thanksgiving is, uh, well, it's, it's, it's about 24 hours away. Sure is, Matt. When, when do you sit down for Thanksgiving dinner? Yes. I think it's around four... I think it's around four. It's weird that we call it Thanksgiving dinner because it's, it's usually like about, a dinner. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's usually like liner. somewhere between one thirty and four thirty. Yeah. We don't really necessarily do like a big sit down thing. It's just kind of out and you know, it's just it's just it's a spread. You go get some food and you sit down somewhere. And... When does the turkey hit the table? One thirty ish, two ish. Okay, it's an well, early one at why the last house. Why have we decided that? That it's so much earlier than every other holiday meal. Because uh, the pilgrims had to eat before the sun went down. Mm. I'll buy <laughs> that. Sure. I, I don't know. Works no, for me. It's, I think, a well, decent, it's a decent one. It's just a heavy meal. It's a, it's too heavy. Like, you can't have that for... Like, everybody's just going to... Like, all right, good night. And when you have all those people around, like, I think you push the food out earlier because you're like, get out of here. I want you to leave. Go. That's the part. You know what? That's it. You know, and, get out of here. and that's the thing is, people will linger. You stuff them full of food early, and at that point, you can shove them out the door a little bit faster. Do you, you want? Are you ready for a myth to be busted? Yeah. Turkey has no more tryptophan than any other protein. I don't believe that because my eyes falls asleep every time I yeah. have a lot of turkey. They say that's because of like loading up on the carbs and just having a bunch of food in your belly. Yeah, don't dietitian me. Mm. Don't, don't, know. Let me believe my junk science as I want to. <laughs> I want to blame it on on the, the turkey. I don't want your life. This, this I ain't fat because I drink this Diet Coke. It's Diet Coke, right? <laughs> Sir, it has nothing to do with the gallon of ranch I go yeah, through every yeah. day. You're, you're drinking... 84 ounces of it a day. Yeah. It's diet. It goes somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's that's what we that's what we got. 
Um, this one's saying that way you can eat all day, too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can eat, like, you have it early in the day. and you That can... way you, you have time for your finger olives. Yeah, finger olives. That's an appetizer yeah. of champions. I, I, I love, like, the late night finger olives yeah. when you're when you're like, I could fit more in there. And you're like, no, I can't, but I could have a few olives. You know what to do. Mm. Yep. All right. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, other things you want to get rid of besides drops, uh a way to get rid of uh, some unwanted house guests. Yeah, yeah. We brought this up yesterday, and a... you guys, uh, you guys did deliver with yeah. some with some bangers yeah. for sure for uh, our uh, Thanksgiving. How to ruin? How to ruin Thanksgiving bingo? Yeah, I mean, this is something that I, I think if we if we make a bingo card, we can all we can all agree upon. We can make a little graphic for it, and we can send it out to the peoples uh, via our social media. I think that the middle square is pretty Politics. simple. I, yeah, it, I yeah, I think yeah. like the middle, like the free spot, is, and I don't even know if we go like just because we don't want to get too far into the weeds, right? On on some of the political stuff, mm-hmm. but like if you were to go, uh, like the free spot just being like Trump Biden. Like e- either oh, yeah. one, like you just bring either one of those two people yeah. up. Yeah, like it's just going to be like, oh boy, here we go yeah. again. Yeah, that's a good one. I think that I think, that, it's, I think it's a good dividing line. I think that's our. I think that's our free square. Is if we just have right in the middle, we just have uh, the presidential election there. Trump uh, Biden. Here, here's a pick, uh, take your pick on which election we're talking about. Here's a good square. Okay. Uh, I'm glad that you didn't bring your partner slash spouse this time. That is fantastic. Woo! That I mean, that could be said with like joy, but yeah. also backhanded. But also, you yeah. could be like, God, thank God you didn't bring that bleepy yeah. bleep. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Or I'm glad Dana's hey, not here. Yeah, today. you're not with you're them like, anymore. What? Thank God they weren't good for you. Uh, yeah. she's she'll be here later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. I like that. That one's great because that just sets up an entirely awkward meal the yeah. rest of the day. I'm glad X isn't here, and that may not be your X. It just means insert person here. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I like that. Why does Uncle Ricky not come around anymore? That one is fantastic. Uh, having to tell the kids that uh, that Uncle insert person here is in jail or prison uh, is always a tough one. Or mm. a divorce has happened, and having to explain that one uh, that's a that's Thanksgiving tradition. There, you know, um, why isn't why isn't X around? All right, we got that one down there. Uh, I like I like this one. This one came in uh, yesterday for us. Uh, Cowboys are America's team. Oh God, that'll start. Especially my house. Uh, America's team is the Raiders. Oh come on! You, uh, uh, come on, it's not two people cooking. According to Jim Harbaugh, it's Michigan. Ugh. I mean, America's team. I'll take them over Ohio State. Two people cooking or bringing the same dish in one dish or the other getting more love. Boy, that is a plant that you can have. Like, oh, if you don't yeah. like, you know that that I'm glad X isn't I don't, here. I don't, well, I don't like Becky, and I know yeah. she's bringing X. I know. Bringing the, knowing full well, like, well, oh, I can style on this. And then outdoing them purposefully. Oh, God, that's, that's, that's my kind of petty. Well, the precursor to I'm glad you didn't bring blank the precursor to that is set having this setup 
in knowing that that person that you don't like is there, like you, like you said, and then just mm-hmm. saying, we're going to bring two. And, oh, by the way, I'm going to compliment yours, not theirs, as being really good. Mm. You know, that is a, ooh, that's a chef's kiss of, mm. I am going to get under your skin and Oh, we got a bunch of kinds of stuffing. Yeah, which one? Which one was who made this one? This yeah. one right here. This one specifically. Yeah. I want to highlight how good this one individually is yep. over all of the others. Yep. 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 That's a fun thing to do. All right. Not gonna lie. We got that. Uh, uh someone's saying the earth is flat, and if you don't believe me, you're a sheep. Ooh. <laughs> you go to Thanksgiving at Kyrie's house? That's a good one. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Bah. Wow. Wait, what was that? That was my. I think that was, that was my very bah. bad goat. Okay. Yes. Um, how about bringing up Greater Idaho? Um, I think Greater Idaho conversation is just. <laughs> that, that's just a great conversation to go about and being like, ah, I think it should happen. It's like, mm, to, to, I don't think you know how dub, this works. To dub something greater, shouldn't it be great to begin with? Yeah, wow. you, uh, Jeff Russ, known Idaho hater. Mm. Yeah. 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 Idaho. <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, calling the turkey dry or insulting the food when they didn't lift a damn finger to prep. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah. sounds like this, this. This that one sounds like you can hear the bitterness coming out of that. Yeah. Yeah. By someone who didn't do anything. Mm. By by it all AKA by a dude who just sat around and watched football all day and then is like, why well, is this turkey dry? It's like you didn't do crap. Mm. What are you talking about? I just shove my pie hole and stay quiet. That's what I do. You know what to do. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's that's a keeper. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are really coming at me fast and furious today. Mm-hmm. I'll let it slide. <laughs> mm-hmm. One I didn't see. I I haven't seen any of the alternative food option ones, like the vegan turkey. Yeah. Um. Well, I've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. My wife is still vegan. Yeah. And she goes, "What am I going to eat on Thursday?" And I said that sounds like a you problem. I said not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like somebody needs to bring a tofurkey. <laughs> I uh bread. <laughs> I uh I went like I and she was like, "Well, yeah, I know it's not your problem, but what am I going to eat?" I was like, I right, l- let's uh figure that out." It sounds like you're going to have some really dry mashed potatoes. Yeah, well, we're going to it's like butterless mashed potatoes. Ma- no, vegan butter. Which, which is surprisingly, it's not that bad. You just have to use a lot. Vegan of it. butter sounds it's like it's made healthy. from vegans, like the people themselves. Yeah, like vegan butter. Yeah, yeah. you're not a serial killer. Just saying. Maybe. 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 Um, bringing up someone's weight or dieting plans during uh, Thanksgiving. That that should be out of bounds. I don't, that one came in yesterday, and I think that that is. Um, I feel like that's an unfair shot because it's a day that you should just be able to gorge yourself, right? You're just trying to be a jerk at that point. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if I could. I should the, say this. Ooh, going for seconds. But this is, this is almost too wild to not share. Mm. From the Vancouver 4 text line, my first Thanksgiving with my wife, her and her sister yeah. talked sex toys at the table. Um. <laughs> Boy, that was, that's got to be a table. 
Yeah. There's a lot of comfort with their family there. Uh... (laughs) But I mean, you're sitting there and you're just staring across at like, like you're dating someone, right? So like first Thanksgiving, you're staring across the table at her parents and you're like, I don't, this isn't part of, this is before me. (laughs) I didn't, I'm not, not, no, (laughs) not with your daughter, sir. Uh, Like that is a, that's a tough one. Yeah, that, ooh. How do you, what an uncomfortable spot to put you in. Uh, your significant other and her sister, but at the same time, you know, um, maybe it's one of those hippie families mm. where they just talk about everything, and it was totally okay. Yeah, the, the one we talked about yesterday—it's now popping up on the tax line. Um, how to address the homeless population in Portland? Ooh, actually, yeah, <laughs> I've got the fix. Yeah, anybody who starts a conversation with, I got the fix. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Because somebody who has a, the fix to a problem doesn't start it with "I got the fix." Yeah, no. <laughs> you know what I do when I when I hear that? Both palms go on my cheeks. Go on, because I'm I'm yeah. I'm all in on that. Maybe that, like that. You know that this is going to cause a fight. Yeah, maybe <laughs> it's uh maybe it's just starting a conversation with "I got the fix." I think that is that's it. I got the fix. Mm-mm. Unless it's a car, buddy. No, you don't. Unless, well, unless it's Suk and his bum voyage uh, cruise ship idea. Yeah. No, you don't. I think it's like, I got the fix. That's like a guy who like has a roll of duct tape on him uh, and can like actually fix something. Or that's like somebody who's looking to smoke weed out of a an apple. They're like, I got this. And you're like, oh, okay, those are the only times you trust that person. If it's to a social issue, th- I got the fix in how that sentence starts. Ooh. I, bringing up investing in Bitcoin. Ooh. Yeah. That's a good one. There's also another one here that's more awkward than anything else. But uh, your sister says, daddy passed the potatoes and her new boyfriend reaches for them. <laughs> <laughs> huh, that's weird. I didn't know Dad had that blood vessel in his forehead. <laughs> these these are great. I'm not gonna lie. This is see these are just, uh, these are starting fights though, but that's absolutely hilarious. Mm. <laughs> absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, Ooh. Daddy. Uh, here's another good one. Someone's saying, is that already your second drink? <laughs> yes. Yeah. As or far no. as you know. Drink th- counting in, dr- in general. I think, yeah. Yeah. Drink drink, drink counting slash calling out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hold on. I think we have a, I think we may have a bingo card. Do we have a full card? Yeah. Uh, if we start with uh, your free square is... Trump Biden. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have um, Turkey Dry commenting on uh, the dryness of the turkey by somebody who didn't prepare anything, uh, bringing two dishes and then complimenting only one of those dishes. Um, I'm glad, insert X or significant other here, is not here. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the fix to start a conversation about social issues. Mm-hmm. Cowboys are America's team. Mm. Greater Idaho in the merits of it. <laughs> drink counting and or calling out somebody's mm. drinking. And why isn't aunt or uncle blank around anymore? 
<laughs> I think we kind of yeah. run the gambit yeah. there. That's that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to throw this together in the old uh, in the old socials and get it out. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I like this. Shout out to everybody with, with some great contributions. Somebody put playing Monopoly in there, too, which I thought was very, very, very Ooh. subtle, but very good, because that always ends yeah, in fights. Yeah, yeah. Why? I, because bankers are always thieves. Yeah, because my wife's a cheater. Yeah. See? We'll take a loan always out. Always cheats at Monopoly. Hey, you take a loan out, man. You know how hard it is to get a loan these days? All right, give me your Monopoly credit rating, and yeah, then we'll talk about getting a loan out of that Yeah, bank. I need your FICO score. No, you run out of money, you're gone. No. And the properties go back in the, the cookie jar In the, in the kitty. Yeah, we're not doing this. Mm. We're not doing this. Mm. All right. That's fantastic. Thank you, everybody. We got some good ones on there. Appreciate you. So I'll throw it together here and during the one of the breaks or it's the night before tip-off and throw it out on the socials. Uh, speaking of tip-off, coming up next, uh, there is some uh, important and relatively breaking uh, Portland Trailblazers news. We'll get to that and more coming up here on Danny and Dusty, Danny the Fan. I could fit more in there, and you're like, no, I can't, but I could have a few olives. This is Rivalry Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by PG Long. On 1080 The Fan. A bit of positive Blazers news uh, when things have not been going positive. Go uh, wow. They continue to pile up losses, but they're not losing anymore in the medical category uh, as they got Malcolm Brogdon back tonight. And there was a question about whether or not he may be limited tonight on a back-to-back. He was on a minute's restriction yesterday. Uh, he is not on the on the injury report at all today. <gasps> so I would hey, expect him good. to have probably his minute's restriction removed. That's really good. Uh, also... After his stint, his rehab stint with the remix yesterday for a couple of hours, uh, while the team left for Phoenix, uh, Scoot stayed behind and worked with the remix to see how he was doing. Uh, he will be a game time decision. He is questionable. He will try to give it a go running up to tonight's game against the Utah Jazz. Uh, it will be the last game until they play again on Sunday. So they'll have four days off, three days off um, before they get back to action following the Thanksgiving break. But uh, Scoot Henderson might make his return tonight. I. If he does come back, I don't think I'd expect him to start. Red City! Yeah, that's good. That's all good news. He's been out for a really long time for an injury that was not supposed to be that it'll be serious. About, it'll be about a month. They went and they reevaluated yeah. him, get him back in. But I, I think that one thing that can be really good for him, though, is he's gotten that front row seat to what the game is like. He, he got in to the lineup. He played not very well. He gets injured. And now there's this time where he can, you know, adjust and kind of sit on the sideline and and see the speed of the game and what he was doing wrong and watching how other teams play. I think it's really good for him. Uh, I don't know if it'll translate necessarily right away or even at all. Um, But I'm excited to see Scoot back out there because he just needs reps. He's 19, man. Expectations were sky high for him because of where he was drafted. This is going to take a lot of time for Scoot to be the guy that folks thought he was going to be. Yeah, no, it's a 19-year-old point guard. We talked about this ad nauseum uh, after this election was made and how this was going to look and how much he was going to struggle. Yeah. And None of this is, is unexpected. Nope. So we'll, we'll see how things look. And yep. if he does indeed come off the bench... I think it'll be a good place for him, and I think things will slow down, and I think you'll find that he looks better against slightly lesser competition early on his career as he starts to ramp his way up. I just don't know what to do with this positive Blazers news. It's relatively positive. Like, I mean, that's... uh, I mean, they have lost, what, eight eight, eight in a row? Seven in a row? What is it? A lot. It's a lot in a row. Yeah, it's not good. 
No, it's not. not. Good. Well, they're not good. They're dead last in the NBA, eight in a row. Eight in a row. Yeah, they're not dead last in the NBA. Uh, they're dead last in the Western Western Conference. Conference. Yeah. Uh, the uh, sorry, the, no, it's because the Wizards Pist- and Pistons. The Wizards and Pistons do exist. I so. thought the Pistons were going to be better this year. I did too, but also they have they they're they're broken. Yeah, they're, uh, this is what happens. Though this is the risk of tanking. Yes, I mean they're in year four and a half. You start a losing culture; yeah. it is hard to turn around. But you also you you miss picks. You know, they drafted Killing Hayes when they had an opportunity to draft one of Halliburton, Maxi, or um, there's one other guy in that group. And I was like, Ugh. you had one of those guys, and they're in a, in, I mean, Cade and Halliburton. Yeah, missing picks sounds familiar. Well, I mean, the Blazers, with the exception of the Zach Collins pick, they have done well. Yeah. They just haven't done well when they've had the high leverage opportunities. Yeah, which that—that's what's so important about the rebuild. You have to hit your high leverage picks. You absolutely do. So, uh, yeah, the Blazers have lost eight in a row. They are mildly competitive in in most games, with the exception of the OKC game and the Clippers game this year. They've been kind of there, um, with the exception of their most recent game. Yeah. That, well, no, the, the <laughs> two last games. Night. Game. Uh, last night they were sorry. They were they were okay against the Suns. They just they just don't. To, um, to be blunt, they don't have the offensive talent to, to hang with teams. It's just not a thing. So <laughs> lost by thirteen. It's like, yeah, they hung with them. No, I mean, when you consider the the shooting talent disparities, it's pretty real. It, they're <laughs> bluntly, they're the worst shooting team in the league. They are. <laughs> they really are. So it hurts. Uh, yeah. I laugh because it hurts. They laugh because it hurts. But yeah, no, that's that's just kind of where this organization is right now. So in a developmental year, they're getting their biggest developmental piece back, uh, or potentially tonight. If not, you'll see it uh, come back uh, this weekend. Coming up next, we're going to make our picks on a Wednesday because, well, we aren't going to be here tomorrow. So we'll get to that and more. Come here, Danny Dusty, today, the fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.